connection. If you guys remember a few weeks ago, and if you weren't able to be a part of that call, I want to remind you guys that you can always go back and listen to the calls on your Maven House portal. We save them all. Um, so you can look through them. And if you're ever just, you know, wanting something to do or wanting something to listen to, kind of like a podcast, you can listen to all our past calls. If you specifically missed the call on deep transformation, it's three practices for deep transformation. I recommend it. There are three practices. Um, I did it at the beginning of this month, but three practices that I believe will change your life. And one of them was reflection. I spoke a lot on that call about reflecting and being able to really analyze your actions so that God can help you change. That if you really want to see change in your life, it's not enough to just wake up one day and say, hey, these things are going to automatically change in my life. You need to be constantly reflecting and analyzing yourself so that you can do better. I spoke of how uh, professional athletes, many times, what they do is they watch themselves or dancers. They're in studios with, um, with mirrors because they need to watch their movements in order to make their movements stronger, in order to make their movements better, in order to make their performance better. And so reflection has become a very key practice in my life. And today I'm going to give you guys four reflections that I recommend you do at the beginning or the end of every month. Basically, do it every month. Today's the first day of February, and I realized that I hadn't introduced this concept to you guys, so I'm like, you guys can do this right now as February starts. You can analyze your January. You can reflect on your January, but maybe it might become something that you'll start wanting to do like I do. I actually do it the at the end of every month because I like to plan a little bit in advance and make my goals for the following month, but however you decide to do it, I want to challenge you guys to take some time today, first day of February, sit down with your journal. You guys will never hear me tire of talking about the importance of writing in your journal, of writing. And I know not everybody likes to do it. And I know it feels so cheesy and corny and weird when you start out. Um, but it is such a powerful tool for reflection and being able to ask yourself questions that in turn you can ask the Holy Spirit. Sometimes asking yourself a question is one of the best ways to activate the Holy Spirit speaking to you in your life. So my challenge for you today is that you find some silence, you find some quiet, whether it's right before you go to bed, whether it's on your lunch break, what, wherever you go, and you reflect on the following four areas. I'm going to give you four prompts to reflect on four things to ask yourself. And it's going to be really easy to remember because the four things that you're going to ask yourself is you're going to ask yourself, when I look back on the month of January, everything that I want you guys to reflect on in this practice is going to be for the month of January. 2022 is gone. Don't worry about that year. You moved on from that year. But when you entered into 2023, most of you guys made goals, even if you didn't write them down, which I totally recommend you write them down. But even if you didn't do that, you kind of skipped over that. There were things that you entered into this year saying, I want to do this differently, right? Whatever it was in your life, whether it was, I want to spend more time with God. I want to, uh, you know, get this promotion at my job. I want to have a better group. I want to read the Bible more. I want you guys to look back on January and ask yourself, how well or how not well did I do in reference to those things? And you're going to do that by asking yourself these four things. And like I said, it's going to be easy to remember because you guys are going to add, subtract, multiply, and divide. You're going to sit down with your journal. I recommend you take out four pages, right? And you're going to add, 
subtract, multiply, and divide. Now, what does that mean? Let's start with add. You're going to ask yourself, what did I not do this month that I would like to add to my life? What do I not have enough of? What did I not see? When I look back in January, maybe I said I was going to spend time with God, but I really didn't spend time with God. I would like to add that to my daily routine. I would like to add that into my calendar. I would like to see more of that in my life. Maybe I said that I was going to go to the gym, but let's be real. I only went to the gym that one time, that Monday that everybody was going back to work. <laughs> that is like the most productive Monday ever because the year's starting. And maybe I never went back. So maybe I need to add more gym time. Maybe I need to add more time with my friends. Maybe I need to add more time with my family. What do I want to add? What do I want to see more of? What is something that I'm discovering. And this is a good opportunity. That's why I say I love to do this sitting down with my journal because what is something that maybe I learned somewhere this month that is a good idea that I haven't acted out in my life, but I would like to, you know, that happens to me often. I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to a preaching. And, and for example, I'll give a great example. This weekend, we had an event at our church and a married couple came, Daniel and Shari Calvetti, they came and they gave a lot of really cool practices that they do with their families. And me and my husband right away on the car ride on the way home, we're like, okay, we want to start doing that. We want to start doing this. We want to start doing this. Let's make sure that we're doing this. We we began to add things from that teaching into our life. The word of God tells us clearly that we should not just be doers of the word, but we need to, that we should not just be hearers of the word, excuse me, but that we need to be doers of the word. So if I'm being a doer of the word, what are some of the things that I need to do? So that's the first thing you're going to ask yourself. What do I want to see more of? What do I want to add? The next thing is subtract. And logically, you can kind of see where I'm going here. What do I want to see less of in my life? What are the things that didn't really serve me? And with this, I love something that I love to do is because I'm so um, detailed with my planner. Since I'm so detailed with my daily planner, sometimes I can look back, I can go back in my Google calendar or I can go back in, in my paper planner and I can literally just see like, where were my appointments? Who did I meet with? How many times did I talk to the same person? How many, you know, how much time did I spend on Maven calls? How much time did I spend on, on developing new material? And that gives you a really good insight on how much time you're spending doing any one thing. If you don't have a planner, you can just kind of sit and think, what's my normal week like? And that's why I say I want you guys to sit down and do this in silence, because if you're trying to do this in your head now in the car, you're definitely going to get ideas. But if you're trying to do this in your head now on the fly, you're not going to get the full, full answer. But when you sit down and you think, what is my week like? It, did I seriously, you know, waste it every single Saturday of this month when I said I was going to begin a new business? And maybe I didn't do anything for that new business, but every single Saturday of the month, I was in bed all day. And hey, guys, I'm not knocking a mental health day if you need it. But that's a question for you. Is that what you want to do? See, this is not about you creating the life that I want to live or creating the life that anybody else wants to live. This is about you asking yourself the question, how was my January? And do I want the rest of my months to be like my January? Because if I don't want the rest of my months to be like my January, I've got to change something. Because there's something you guys remember in school, there's something called the law of perpetual motion. If you don't change it, it's going to keep on being the same. However, your January was, if you don't reflect on it and do something on purpose to change it, that is how your December will be. 
And you will look back on 2023 and find that it is just like 2022. Now is the moment to create daily habits. John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls on your daily habits. We love to wake up and, you know, get up and say, I'm going to be a millionaire this year, but you will only be a millionaire. I assure you, if you begin to create the habits that a millionaire has today, and maybe you don't want to be, be a millionaire, but maybe you want to be a different kind of mom than your mom was to you. This is the moment to ask yourself, what do I need to subtract? What do I need to take away? What did I do with my kids that I really don't like? And as you do this, I want you to ask help from the Holy Spirit. Don't do it in your own strength. As you're sitting there in silence, as you take this time, take yourself out for a cup of coffee, take your, you know, sit down in your room with no distractions, with no interruptions, do it late at night, whatever is best for you, you know yourself, sit down and ask yourself these questions, but also ask them of the Holy Spirit. If you see something on there, well, you know what? I really didn't do very much to get over this sin that I, that I had promised myself I wasn't going to do anymore. I still fell a bunch of times and that's something that I want to subtract. Ask the Holy Spirit, how? Once you decide what you want to add, once you decide what you want to subtract, the next step is asking the Holy Spirit, okay, how? How can I make sure I add this in? How can I make sure I have time for this? And you're going to take it from the vision to your daily habits. You're going to create systems. If you remember, that was one of the transformation one of the keys to deep transformation it's creating systems so if i'm telling myself right now that i want to see less tv what do i need to do to make that happen maybe what i need to do is spend less time you know in my room maybe what i need to do is spend more time in the living room where there's no tv i don't know i'm just shouting out examples maybe what i need to do is if I want to read more, instead of going straight home, I'll make a stop at, at a coffee shop or make a stop at Barnes and Nobles and force myself to read. I need to establish systems that are going to make it less difficult for me to accomplish my goals and more difficult for me to blow them off. So even, you know, the gym, I've seen a lot of people who have way more success when they get together with a friend. In my case, that was not the case. My, my friends would always flake and that would make me more flaky. So in my case, it was get away from my friends and go to the gym by myself because every time they flaked, I flaked. So you're going to take these, these reflections and these realizations that you're having. And as the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you're going to begin to create systems and implement them in your daily life. So that is adding, subtracting. There's two more. The next one is multiply. Here is where you're going to give yourself a little bit of credit. Here's where you're going to celebrate what you did right. You're going to ask yourself, what are the things that I liked in my life that went well this January that I feel good about that I want to multiply? Where did I do well that I want to see even more? Maybe I did finish that book. Maybe I didn't, I didn't do all of my goals. That's why I've got to add stuff and I've got to subtract stuff. But in this area, I did it right. How can I do it right in other areas? What did I do? What, how was this area different? You know, analyze your strengths. Like I said, professional athletes, they watch themselves and they watch themselves for weaknesses, but they also watch themselves for those things where they're like, dang, that was good. I'm doing that again. Maybe it was you know, I finished this book. So how can I finish another book in the same amount of time? Maybe it was, man, my group was solid. I didn't reach every goal that I wanted to reach in every area of my life, but man, my group was amazing. I've got to keep on doing that. How do I make sure that I keep up with good habits? Because guys, 
It is so hard to begin a good habit, but it is so easy to stop. And something that I see so much is people starting off in January with great, great habits, getting comfortable, not being intentional about perpetuating them. And the good habits stop and the bad habits seek back in. It is constantly your life. I'm going to give you good news or, and bad news. But your life is, the bad news is that your life is constantly veering towards chaos. The enemy, the world, your flesh, they are all designed to keep you in chaos and keep you in defeat. And that's your, that's your autopilot. That's your automatic setting. If you are not constantly resetting yourself, if you are not constantly connecting to the Holy Spirit, if you are not intentionally going the other way, it will happen. So I say this because, so that was the bad news. The good news is that you can keep that from happening. You have victory over the enemy. You have victory over your flesh. You have victory over death itself. You can keep that from happening. I say that to, to, encourage you guys don't just drop things if you were able to do the fast even if you didn't do the 21 day fast but if you were able to fast for a week be intentional about fasting again it doesn't have to be necessarily this month but put it down in your calendar for march if you discovered something in the fast so i have a friend who she said i think i'm gluten intolerant because i left bread for the fast and i felt incredible and i was like okay don't go back to the bread though you had 21 days you had the, the first detox you detox from gluten just stay off it and I say the same things to you guys sometimes we can connect to God in the middle of a 21 day fast we can read the word and then it's like because we're tired and I get it it's hard work the first thing we do though is drop it sometimes literally the first thing we do is like okay we're done then we're done you know I'm 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 out of here no more praying no more reading the bible and our second month of the year can really mess up and undo what we did the first month of our year. So let's be super intentional about not doing that. The fourth and the last is multiply. Uh, sorry, the fourth and the last is divide. So we're going to add, subtract, multiply. What do we want to see more of? And we're going to divide. Here is where you ask yourself, what do I need to rearrange and delegate and maybe do in a different way so that it can be more efficient. These are things that you did, or maybe they're also, they could also be things that you didn't do, but that you realize that the reason why you didn't do them the best way is simply because it wasn't the best strategy. So you're going to re-strategize. So I gave the example in the Spanish call of maybe you love that you went to the gym every day, but you went to a gym that is way too far and you wasted a lot of time. Okay, you're going to divide that a different way. Maybe you um, started cooking dinners every night in your family and you think that that is great, but you realize that you just don't have the time with your work schedule to cook every single night. So maybe you're going to divide that work and ask your husband if he can take Tuesday and Thursdays or if he can take at least Fridays and order pizza, right? Um, maybe it's that, you know, whatever it is, maybe in work, you're like, man, I really kicked butt. And that's why it's, it's good to go in order. You know, first you ask yourself what to add. Then you ask yourself what to subtract. Then you ask yourself what went right. And then you're asking yourself what went right, but it needs a little bit of help. And how am I going to help it? You know, maybe at work you, you started, you know, it was January and you started a new filing system or you started a, a new, you know, way of picking up the phone when clients call or whatever the case may be. And you're like, I definitely need to continue doing this. This was amazing, but I can't do it all on my own. So here's when you ask yourself, who can help me? How can I delegate? 
maybe this is something that needs to stay in my life. It's not something that I want to eliminate, but maybe I need to delegate it. Or maybe I need to ask for more help. Or maybe I simply need to do it a different way. And ask the Holy Spirit for creative strategies. Ask the Holy Spirit, you know, God, help me understand something that maybe I'm not understanding. You would be surprised how much we do to waste time in our life simply because we're not willing to think we're not willing to think, we're not willing to take a few minutes and say, okay, I like this, but how could it be better? And I want, I want to challenge you guys not to just do this in one area of your life. That's why I want you to take a good little chunk of time and evaluate all the areas of your life. Maybe you've done a better job of spending time with your family, but it killed. And, and also here's where you see how different things affect each other, right? Because maybe you're like, yeah, I want to add more prayer, but last Last month, when I added more prayer, I also eliminated sleep and I woke up tired every day. I don't know. I'm just giving an example. So how can I make those two things coexist? I promise you guys, there's a way for them to coexist. Sometimes you just have to get creative and sometimes you have to get a little smart. Don't be afraid of being smart. Don't be afraid. There is something that separates the smart people in the world and the people who are asleep and unconscious in the world. And it's simply the ability to be able to ask questions. How am I doing? How do I want to do better? How can this be done smarter? Maybe, uh, you know, even in your budget, ask yourself, what can you add, subtract, divide, and multiply in your budget? In your budget, ask yourself, maybe you'd be surprised. Strategy is a crazy thing. You'd be surprised that sometimes paying a little extra for, let's say, like a delivery service and automatic, automating your Instacart or automating, you know, whatever. I remember there was a time in my life, my kids are all potty trained now. Thank you, Jesus. But there was a time in my life where I used 15 to 20 diapers a day. So one of the, the key things in my life, and it seems so simple, but I hadn't thought of it for months. One of the key things in my life was subscribing to a box of diapers on, on Amazon and always having my diapers get to me because I got tired of the late nights. You know, one thing that I needed to subtract from my life was the late nights where I would wait until we get down to the very last diaper. And then one of us would have to go out and grab one. So I said, no, I'm always going to have an extra box of diapers. I'm always going to have something on hand. You'd be surprised how long we can go sometimes with little problems that are causing us stress simply because we don't want to take the few minutes to find a solution. Even I'm going to be really honest with you guys, and this is embarrassing. Even once I thought of that solution, as simple as it is, and as, as it takes you five minutes to set up the subscription on Amazon, I still thought of it and didn't even enact it until like three days later. <laughs> like, cause I was so overwhelmed with everything and my kids that I kept saying like, I'm going to order it. I'm going to order it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Until finally I was like, Vanessa, sit down, sit down. What do you need to do? You reflect, you analyze, and then you bring things to action. So that's my challenge for you guys today. I'm going to end in prayer. I'm going to pray for you guys. I'm going to pray for the rest of your year. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit speaks to you on these things, that it's not just you answering your own questions and your own understanding, but that he really speaks to you and shows you and teaches you and moves you to do even better than last year. But I urge you, I urge you, I urge you guys to sit down. And if you don't do this exact practice, you know, this is not a, a doctrine or a theology or anything. This is just something that I do. I, I give myself a little performance evaluation. It's like a little self-check in that I do every month. If you don't do this one, still sit down and think, what can I do better? 
What do I want to see more of? What do I want to see less of? God, what are you trying to say to me through my time? What do you want? What do you want to do in my days? What do you want to do in my time in my week? Because the only way that we will do better, the only way that we will get further is by intentionally going further. You will never accidentally have success in your goals. You will never wake up one day and be like, oh my gosh, the book that I wanted to write was written. It will always take a little bit of you and a little bit of your time. So keep that in mind. I'm going to pray for you guys as we before we finish. Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you. I thank you for January. If we've made it here and we're alive and we're breathing, that is already a blessing in and of itself. I thank you for everything that these young ladies experienced and everything that they saw that was a good and a perfect gift from you. Your word says that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Lord, everything good, everything that you allowed them to do, every victory that they had, I thank you. For those that discovered things that they never thought they would in the midst of a fast or in the midst of taking extra time to spend with you. I thank you, Father God, for opening those doors. I thank you for everything we've learned in different preachings and our prayer calls and in every way that you've allowed your voice to speak to us. And Father God, I pray that as we take some time throughout the day, you allow your voice to speak to us again. Because we thank you for everything that you've done, but we also know that there's so much more that you can do. The book of Ephesians says that you can do gloriously and abundantly more than anything that we can hope, dream, or ask. So Father God, I pray that we would be in tune, that we would receive everything you have to give. I pray that as we put our, our hands, our hands to the paper, Father, that you would begin to bring things through our minds that need to change. I pray that you would convict us of sin. I pray that you would convict us even of sins that are hidden from our own selves. I pray that you would cause us to be aware, truly and painfully aware of who we are so that we can transform into being more like you. Lord, we do not conform with what this world asks of us. Maybe we're fine according to the world standards. Maybe we're fine according to our own standards. But God, we don't want to measure ourselves by our own standard. We want to measure ourselves by yours. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would not conform, but that we would be transformed in the renewing of our mind. I pray, Father God, if nothing else, that every single woman on this call learns to begin to give herself space and give the Holy Spirit room to transform her mind in this year. God, that our months would not be the same. I pray for months where we see radical change and radical growth, even from one month to the other, because of strategies you're going to give us, because of things you're going to whisper in our in our ear. Your word says that we are the head and not the tail, that we are the beginning and that, that we are conquerors and not um, that we are conquerors and that we are victors, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray that a spirit of conquering, a spirit of head and not tail would come over each of these ladies and that they would have the confidence to make changes. I rebuke the voice of the enemy, the voice of shame, Father God, that says you're not worthy, that says you'll never change, that says you won't be able to do it. I rebuke that in Jesus' name because we know that we can do all things through you who strengthens us. We can support all things. We can, we can 
endure all things. There's nothing in our life that is so difficult that we cannot endure and come out victorious. Your word says in Romans that all things will work together for our good. So I pray God, even for those that are experiencing hardship in this season, those who are going through difficult times, Father, I pray that you would strengthen them that you would strengthen them, that you would make known to them things that they have access to. Sometimes we're praying for new things and you're sitting there, Holy Spirit, telling us you have access to things you just haven't tapped into yet. Sometimes you don't give us new things because we don't need new things. We don't need more things. We just need to understand what you're speaking to us about the things that are already in our life. And that means wisdom, God. That comes, the ability to recognize that and understand that comes from wisdom. So I pray and I thank you for wisdom in this season. I pray for a supernatural wisdom over each and every single young girl on this chat. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you for this day. I pray that this would be a wonderful day. I pray that you fill each and every single one of these young ladies with joy and peace. Your word says in Isaiah that you keep in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on you. I pray that our minds would stay on you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen.